again and welcome to another episode here of the Fearless Fathers Podcast. It's Davo rolling solo today. That means we're doing another mindset mastery class. I gotta get more, more on these. So if you have any ideas, shoot us a line at Dave at fearlessfathers.net. Let me know what kind of mindset classes you want to take. I'm more than happy to do them. I love doing this kind of stuff, personal development and all that. So today's episode, what we're doing is based upon what Monday was about. The breaking or like altering your family legacy. So if you missed that episode, go check it out. There was a lot of great stuff we talked about in it. And this one is more along the lines of how you're breaking yourself out of it. And we talked a little bit about that on Monday's episode. But this is hopefully going to give you more tools, more stability, a little bit more motivation, a little bit more passion to go out there and really do that. So, as I stated, if you missed Monday's episode, what we're talking about here when it comes to altering or breaking away your family legacy, I'm not necessarily talking about the big traditions that your family may have done, you know, the Christmas traditions, the birthday parties, stuff like that. I'm talking about more so the the negative legacies, the the small things those how you were raised, how your grandparents were raised, that kind of stuff I'm talking about. The you know, you know, the ones where I'd call like the toxic legacies. And probably not the best word for it, but in this context, I think it is. Those small ones, the were you just seen as a kid, not really heard? How were you raised? Uh, what was your situation like? You hear them all the time, well, my family grew up in a trailer park, therefore I have to grow up in a trailer park. We kind of already set ourselves up for failure because there's no path to show us in our own lives. And to me, when I really think about that, it hurts me. It, it truly, truly hurts me on the inside because every single one of us, we are out there and we could do incredible things. Once we get our mindset right, once we get ourselves right for not just ourselves, but for our kids, guys, for our kids, for those little ones running around right now, for you guys that are going to be the dads out there who might need this, who might be, you know, thinking and stressing and worrying, we are able to cut out, cut the legacy where it was and rebuild anew. I always talk about this, that your past doesn't define you. Where you grew up doesn't define who you are, but it gives you the tools to build a stronger foundation and becoming better. So when we're talking about this today, this is an extremely, extremely, extremely hard thing to do. I don't know anybody who may have made those changes or, you know, got successful because they became an entrepreneur and whatever the case is. Right, It's an extremely difficult thing to do. A little bit about me. I'm going to get a little personal here today. We weren't the most well-off. We were lower middle class, you'd say, at the time. you know. And I always asked, why don't we have things? Why are we not rich? And one thing that my dad said to me that I still take is, we are rich, just in a different way. It was something like that. And I, you know, being a young kid, <laughs> that, that makes no sense to me. But as I got older, it made more sense. We valued the things that we had, you know, the scrounging, the, 
it, it, we were really put into that. It, for me growing up, it felt like we were put in that fight or flight response. What everybody goes through every day, every time where you kind of have no choice. You just have to go in and almost survive in a sense. And as I got older, I didn't like that. I did not like that at all. And when my son was born, I told myself, he's going to have choices growing up. He's not going to feel like he's going to be stuck. I'm going to raise him to know that he doesn't have to worry about working the 9 to 5 job. If he wants to go out there and start a business, I'm going to push him to start that business. He doesn't have to worry about the fight or flight response that, you know, I felt growing up, my dad felt, his parents felt, you know, my great-grandparents, whatever the case is, up until whenever our lineage decided to move to America. But it's such a hard thing for us to say, I need to break out of this. I need to get better. We're afraid for, insert own reason here, whether our family is going to disapprove or whether we just feel like ourselves we can't do it for whatever reason. We're afraid of failure. And honestly... I used to be terrified, terrified of failure, absolutely terrified, but now I love failure. Now I learn more from failure because doing it, and by changing my own legacy, my own family's legacy, I'm learning things that I never would have realized. Small details of my life are coming back that were just kind of put in the back of my mind and kind of forgotten about. And now I'm able to realize more about myself, take those uncomfortable steps, and just start putting those micro goals in place. It is extremely hard. It's extremely hard, and it should be hard. Because the best things in this world, when you accomplish them, they need to be hard. I have never heard anybody say that they feel accomplished by doing something easy, by finishing something easy. The ones that I see that are going out and crushing it and killing it, They went out there. They got uncomfortable. They did what they felt was best for their family. What they knew served them. Not what served other people. What served them. And we need to go back into that mindset as dads, as new dads, as experienced dads. And we need to tell ourselves what's going to serve me. I don't like living here in this area. I don't like being poor. I don't like that I only have a high school education. I don't like that I'm only a janitor. I don't like that. Whatever it is, if you don't like it, we need to take those steps to get better, to get stronger, to become motivational leaders in our own right, in our own life. You know, and I always say motivation is like a match. You light that match, it burns up really quick. You go, you go, you go, and then it just fizzles. But when I'm talking about the motivation, I'm talking about using that as a step. I'm going to say this. For me, when I went through basic training, one of our drill sergeants told us basic training is like 85% mental, 15% mechanics. And as I went through more in life and grew up more, I realized that more and more that a lot of what we do is more mental based is more understanding and not so much mechanics. 
And as guys, we're so worried about the mechanics of things. At least for me, before I started really focusing on personal development, I was putting 80, 85, 90% into the mechanics and 10 to 15% in the mindset. And that just completely fizzled me once I failed. When I went in with a mindset, knowing that I'm not the smartest man, knowing that I can grow, knowing that I can improve, knowing I can take the imperfect actions now, I became stronger, the mechanics became more fluid, I became more confident in myself, and I'm going. And I'm starting to break those legacies now. I'm starting to make those small shifts now for myself, for my wife, and for my son. And we're doing it together. And that's where it comes with like the co-parenting. And one thing that I've seen when it comes with co-parenting, there's so it has to do with a lot of rifts within the household that I've seen. It's you both grew up in different households, you both grew up with different cultures, different beliefs that things were done in your life, whether you liked them, loved them, or fucking hated them. But just know that your way may not be the best way of doing things, and your spouse's way may not be the best way of doing things. And if that's the case, there's the best way somewhere in between both of those. And we say it all the time, we hammer it all the time, but come to those agreements, come to an understanding. Don't go rogue. Communicate. Communication is your biggest, biggest, biggest key when it comes to breaking this legacy. If you're open and honest with your spouse, then you could be open and honest with yourself and grow and become better. You guys are a team at the end of the day. So set that plan of attack. Let them know this is your ideal. This is your path. You know, you have to be obsessed with it. If you want that change, you have to be obsessed with it. I don't know about you, but for me, if I don't do something, that I'm passionate about and I love and I just kind of slack around all day, I feel like an asshole after I didn't do something. If I just sat around, now granted, I have my days I want to veg out on the couch, you know, kind of take a mental day for myself after I'm taking care of my son all day or working, whatever the case is, right? You need that me time. You need that personal time. But for me, working on the podcast, that became personal time. That became a reflection time. That became a therapy for me. I love doing it. I'm passionate about it. It's building a legacy for myself, which is helping build a legacy for my son. It all kind of works in the same vein because I'm so passionate about it. I'm so obsessed with what I'm doing. And when you're obsessed with something, other people feed off of it. They feed off of that passion and that drive, and they want to see people succeed. People love those comeback stories. People love seeing what you can do and how you can overcome such adversity. It's easy to fall in the same traps that your family fell into or that we fell into. And and I just want to say this, you know, for those out there, I'm not I'm not saying you have to change your family legacy. This is for those who feel just know in your hearts that there's more for you. And if you've ever told yourself before, This is my life. This is how my parents were raised. This is how I'm raised. I'm stuck. There's nothing else for me out there. I promise you there fucking is something out there. And I have your back through that battle. 
but it's taking those steps and it's knowing. I'm not saying everybody has to go out there, cut out your legacy and build a new fucking, I'm not, I'm not saying that. So please, 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 please don't misconstrue that. What I'm saying is for those that know there is better out there for yourself and your children and your family, this is for you. This is for you, whether you need that motivation, whether you're already working on it and just need another push to kind of reignite that flame, I hope that helps you. I hope this helps you. And hopefully you get some ideologies out of this and something else out of there. You know, as I'm talking about with the co-parenting, the co-parenting, excuse me, having those riffs, it doesn't, it's not cohesive. It's not, you have to be on the same page. You have to be willing, able taking micro steps for myself. I'm very passion driven. I'm very goal oriented. I want to go, 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 go. My wife, on the other hand, she's more on the laid back. We we contrast very well together. She's complete opposite of me, which I could find strength in that, that helped feed me and my strengths help feed her. But we talk about those things. We don't look at those as weaknesses in one another. We look at those as strengths to build a better household. She was raised a completely different way than I was. But we take what worked for us, we take what didn't work for us, and we make our own plan. We make our own legacy and we say, we're going to have things that we didn't have. We're going to have choices for our son. That is my biggest goal in this world, is to have a give my son all the choices in this world. And I know most of you fathers out there are probably the same way. And that's great. That is absolutely amazing. But you have to, if you're married, divorced, separated, whatever, there has to be some kind of cohesion. There has to be some kind of agreements. There has to be a plan. There has to be communication. Because communication is going to make everything succeed for everybody. Talked a little bit about how you're going to change it. But I really, really want to go in depth here towards the end as we're talking about this, you know, breaking or as I'm saying, altering. We're not we're not going to say breaking your family legacy because your past is still you. Your generations are still part of you. You're just altering your legacy. You're, You're altering not so much traditions, but who your family is, what you want the family to be. That foundation, you're you know, you're rebuilding the foundation to build it up higher, stronger, more resilient. So how do you do that? Well, I'll tell you right now, you don't do it overnight. It's going to be a gradual growth. And I've used this analogy before, for those of you who have listened to other other episodes of ours. But I like to say, when you're going to the gym for the first time, or if you've, you know, if it's been years since you worked out and you want to get back in shape, you're going to set a plan. You know, you're saying, I want to go to the gym five days a week. Well, going to the gym five days a week when you're first starting out or getting back into it is going to be extremely, extremely difficult. You know, the first day you might go out there, you might pump, you you might do chest and you're rocking out the bench and you're doing great and you're going through there. And second day you go in, kind of sore, but you're not really hurting. So you're, you know, working on abs or core or whatever. Third day you go and you just can't get out of bed and you're just hurting and you're moving and the motivation starts creeping away and you're like, fuck. How the hell am I going to do this? So then you're like, I'm going to take a rest day. I'm going to go. But you told yourself, I have to go to the gym five days a week. I have to go five days a week or else I'm a failure, whatever, right? 
We all play those mind games with ourselves as dads, as men. You're not going to have a 500% return on investment overnight. You're not going to do it. By starting to go out to the gym maybe two times a week. Work that until you start getting a little bit stronger. And now you're working it three times a week. And then you go for a month or two or three months or four months. And then you're going four times a week. You're gradually building until you get to that five times a week goal. It's the same thing when it comes to altering your legacy. If you, you know, and I'm not saying that I had the worst childhood growing up or the worst family growing up. There's, there's people out there who've had it worse than me. There's people out there who've had it better than me. And that's most people out here that can say the same thing. But it's knowing that you can get better for yourself for your children, for your family. Understanding the future that you want. You know, if you just go out there and you say, oh, I just want to have a better life for my family. Well, that's great. What's a better life for you? Is that financial freedom? Is that lifestyle freedom? Is that a mansion? Is that owning your own business? You have to be specific. You have to set specific goals for yourself. I said, I want to give my son choices in life. Well, what the hell does that mean? To me, what that means is that I don't want him having to grow up thinking he has to go all the way through school, then go to college, get a degree, have $100,000 of student loan debt, work a nine-to-five job that he's probably not going to really like, have debt for the rest of his life, retire at 70 or 75 or God knows when the fuck, when when he's old enough to finally retire, spend a few years, go travel for a bit, end up in a nursing home and fucking die. I don't want that for him. So what am I doing? I'm going out there. I'm taking uncomfortable steps. I'm saying I'm starting my own business. I'm working out there. I'm doing this. So when he sees that where I came from by going through school, dropping out of college because I fucking hated it, joining the military, deploying, coming back, working a comfortable job, working a secure job, and hating it, breaking away from that with no safety net, and starting something from scratch. That's what I... I want my son to do it. Now, he doesn't have to join, you know, he doesn't have to start his own business or anything like that, but I want him to know, hey, if you want to start your own business, you have the support, you have the capabilities of doing it. If you want to be president, go out there and be president. If you want to be an astronaut, whatever you want to do, I want him to be able to say, I don't have to work a shit job and live an okay life. I want him to have the best life. I want him to be able to make his own decisions. That's what I say. That's what is so specific to me. So when you build that future, when you build that specific future, start making those small attainable goals. I'm going to use this and for anybody who's a veteran or you know ever in the military, we have something called backwards planning. Now for that, it's, okay, we're going out to this point at this time. So if we're leaving at, you know, 20 hundred, which is 8 p.m., by 
7.50, we have to be on the road. By 7.25, everybody needs to be lined up in their trucks and so on and so forth up until the time you have everything set out for you. Backwards plan your life. Backwards plan those goals. If you're saying, I want to own my own business, you know, my family tried business and they failed it. Well, I know I can start my own business. This is where I want to be from starting out. This is the first goal I want to reach. Forwards plan it. Forwards plan it or backwards plan it. Whatever's going to work for you. But plan it out. If you make those small roadmap now, it's going to become a lot easier for you down the line. When you hit that roadmap and you say, okay, I want to start a business and it's going to be it's going to be an apparel company. All right, well, what's the first thing I need to do? Well, I need to figure out how to sell fucking apparel. So that's my first goal. All right, I figured out how to sell apparel. Well, now I need to understand manufacturing and warehousing. All right, I figured that out. All right, now I need to start getting together a business plan. All right, now I got a business plan together. Now I need to look for funding. Now I need to file this, right? And then it starts snowballing and snowballing. and You're building something more and more. It's the same thing. It's cutting off, not forgetting, but cutting it off, looking back on your own past, looking back on yourself, looking back where you grew up and, you know, if your grandparents talked to you about their past, looking back at all that stuff and putting together pieces of a puzzle where you can excel and succeed where others may have failed. And I'm not saying, you know, your family failed or anything like that, but take that for as you will. Learning from others who have attained what you're looking for. Look for those role models out there, whether it was friends, family members, other family members, whoever, you know, entrepreneurs, whoever you look up to and support, you know, if you support them. Hey, man, how did you do that? I'm just really curious. Strike up a conversation, gain knowledge, do a Google search, man. Go out there and just be like, How do I fucking become better for myself? And you're going to find worlds of information that are going to start start greasing those wheels for you. Not just look at their successes, but also look at their failures. Look at where they could have done better. Look at both of it and start modeling it for yourself. I talked about this too. It's uncomfortable. It's new. It's not what you're used to. It hurts. Good. It's not going to be natural for you. Take that imperfect action, though. Do not wait for the perfect time to start change because I promise you it'll never come. That perfect time is not there. The imperfect time to start is today, is right now, right here, listening to me babble. That is the time to go out there and do this. Start questioning yourself. Start questioning your beliefs, your values, what you hold near and dear, it's going to suck. You're gonna, your skin's going to crawl. It's going to be painful, but you're going to get the most insight out of it. Set a timer for 10 minutes and just reflect on a belief that you have. Reflect on an ideal. Reflect on your past childhood. Whatever it's going to do, just start questioning yourself, where your successes were, where your failures were, where you can get better, where you can improve where everything happens. Delete what was toxic to you. I'm going to say that again. Delete what was toxic to you. Just because your parents did it or your uncles did it or whoever did it 
does not mean you have to do it. If you don't feel right about doing it, don't do it. Do what serves you. Double down on what worked when you were growing up. You know, one thing for me was taking vacations. You know, I loved taking vacations. Most kids do going to the beach. That's stuff that I still remember building those experiences. So I'm going to do that with my son. I'm going to double down on it as best as I can. It's difficult, but I'm going to find ways. I'm going to find creative solutions to do it and make it as fun and memorable for him when he gets older. But just keep reflecting on your own life. Just take those moments once a day, once a week. Set a reminder in your calendar to to go on forever. Just take a moment and start doing that incrementally. This one, this one is going to hurt a little bit for some people, but your parents may may have resentment or be judgmental, and that is fine. People are going to judge you. People are going to say it's not going to work. You're going to fail. Why would you do that? I never did that. What do you mean you want to do that? You're going to you're going to screw up your family. That's fine. Let them say it. It's your family. Not well, it's their family too, but it's your immediate family. It's it's your building block. It's your legacy. And they may say that to protect you, and that's fine. And that's fine. Let them say that. But again, you need to do what's going to serve you. The only constant in this world is change. But when change happens, we as humans, we have a big time dealing with change and dealing with those tough decisions. We have a horrible time. I'm okay with change. I adapt to change. And even I still have problems sometimes dealing with change. It's in my, you know, it's in our psychology. I'm growing at it though. I'm aware of it and I'm becoming better from it. Surrounding yourself with like-minded people are going to help. Now you're probably saying, Dave, why the fuck am I going to do that when you're talking about going out there and getting differing views? Yes, I'm right. You know, I have friends who have much differing views than mine. I also have friends who are very like-minded in some things that I do. Others, not so much. And that's fine. But I'm going to use a Jim Rohn quote that I've used many times. I've heard it over and over again, and I absolutely love it. I live by it. It's, you are the average of the five people you associate with the most. I'm paraphrasing a little bit. If you're surrounding yourself around toxic people who always bitch, moan, and complain that nothing ever changes, and uh, I just want to sit around and do nothing, then, man, if, if you're not going to break away from that, then you know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but you deserve better and you know you deserve better. And breaking away from those people, it might hurt and you might have been friends for years or they might even be relatives. It may hurt, but that's how you're going to grow. If you know you're not gaining anything out of that, anything valuable out of that other than, well, they're a good guy, they're good friends, but they might be assholes or you know, they, they might not do much of anything. I'm sorry, but that's a problem. I, I just see that as a problem in my own self, from my own past, from my own life. And I've cut out a lot of people like that. And I've become a lot happier because of it. If you're around people that give you anxiety and you're kind of looking around your shoulder and you're like, Man, they're cool people, but like every time I'm around them, my favorite one, I can only deal with them in small doses. If you have to say that to hang out with somebody, chances are 
they're not good to have around your circle of your average of five people. Having a strong support system, man, is going to be crucial in bettering yourself and your mindset. Even just having one person, one person supporting you in your corner the entire time is going to make a difference in altering what you want for your family in the long run. Know there will be your ebb and flows. Just know it's going to happen. You're going to have your high points. You're going to have your low points. This doesn't happen overnight. It's an incremental journey. It may take you six months. It may take you a year. It may take you five years. It may take you 25 years. But just keep pushing. We always say put in your reps. Just keep going out there. Keep going to the gym once, twice a week. Build it up to three times a week. Build it up to five times a week. Next thing you know, you're going every single day. Just keep taking it in stride. Using your beliefs, your core beliefs in yourself, knowing what you're doing is serving you, which is going to serve your family, which is going to serve more people is best for yourself. You're going to dictate your own future. Take those micro steps to get there. This is not a race. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. For some, we finish before others, and that's fine. But if you ever finished a marathon, I haven't ran a marathon. I'm probably never going to because that's just fucking crazy. But if you ever finished a marathon or something long, long through that and you come out and you're like, wow, I actually did that. I did that and I feel better because I did that. Just go out there and take those steps. Run that marathon, whether it takes you five hours, 10 hours, you're still going out there and you're still doing it. In today's world, we're so focused on instant gratification. I myself, I myself, I'm guilty of it too, but man. Do I love that delayed gratification? Do I love knowing the steps I'm going to take are going to lead to a future that I've panned out for myself? I see my future. I see that light. I'm going out there and I'm chasing it. And man, I'm failing, but I'm learning from my failures. I'm adapting. I'm overcoming. And I'm instituting new ideas, new strategies, whether I'm researching somebody else or I'm talking to a friend who might have some kind of idea. I'm networking where I can. I'm making those strides. Because I know that gratitude at the end, that delayed gratitude, is going to be so fucking amazing at the end of the day. And I can't wait to get to that end, to build a legacy for my family that is going to be astronomical. And I know if you're listening to this show, you want to do the same thing too. You want to build that legacy for your family. You want to do the best for your family that you know you can do. And I say it to my friends, and you're my family. This is the fearless family. I have your fucking back. Ryan and I are both here for you. We love the steps that you're taking. We love the strides that you're going through to become better for not just yourself, but for your family, for your kids. Keep going out there and keep fucking crushing it. I love you guys so much. I truly do. Even if we never meet, I fucking love what you guys do. Keep going out there and keep crushing it. I want to thank you guys for listening to this little mindset mastery class. I hope you got something out of it today. I really, really hope you do. I'm just super passionate about this. 
and just talking mindset and personal development is just a great thing for me and I absolutely love it. So whatever worked for you, take it today, put it in your proverbial toolbox, use it to start making those micro steps for yourself today, throw the rest out. I promise you're not going to hurt my feelings. It'll be okay. Keep going out there. Keep spreading this word to other fathers, to other new fathers, expectant fathers, the experienced fathers out there, whoever might need this to just get a little bit of an extra boost, to get that little bit more passion, to get that little bit more of an edge to be the best damn fearless father they know they can be. Your kids are learning and growing every single day. Just because you're a dad doesn't mean you can't do the same. We are breaking the stigmas of our family legacy one step at a time, one day at a time, and together we're going to embrace the fear.